So I have used Hawksoft for just about 15 years. And I started with them because I was a very small agency just by myself, probably had a part-time person at the time and needed an affordable agency management system that allowed me to drop and drag emails. That was the biggest reason is I was an email user. I'm a document, document, document person, afraid of E&O. And as a result, I didn't want one of those programs that I had to go browse for an email and drag it up or find it and click it. That's why I chose Hawksoft was the drop and drag feature. From there, why I stayed would be because I can actually reach a human being 97, 98% of the time that I need a human being to help me with a question or a problem. When I'm in the middle of a problem, I kind of need to fix it right now. And so submitting a ticket that says, call me back, I close at 4.30. When they call you at 4.38 and say, sorry, we missed you, I'll call us tomorrow and submit a new ticket, doesn't work for me. I need to be able to solve my problem now as quickly as I can so I can move on. And for 15 years, that's what Hawksoft has provided me with is a live person who can answer my questions on the first call the vast majority of the time. So I'm Dawn Janes Bartley. I own Minnesota Insurance Group and Aspen Insurance Group. And my why is because I can reach a live person every day of the week. Hey guys, it's Bradley. I want to tell you about Ascend. Ascend is not just another premium finance company. Ascend will solve all of your agency bill problems through automation of invoicing, premium financing, carrier payables, all the way to the end of the workflow. There's a lot of hidden costs with how you're doing business today. AMSs, CRMs can spend more than half the day chasing down payments, following up on non-pays, getting signatures for financing docs. This leads to an overworked, overwhelmed, unhappy team. And guys, you want your team to be happy. Industry's hard enough as it is. We really need them to be happy. As your agency grows, this issue gets worse and worse, and we typically solve the problem with a little bit of software, but a ton of manpower still involved. With Ascend, you can use a software-first solution and just need a little bit of manpower, allowing you to grow without significant increase in overhead. Ascend automates all of these repetitive payment processes so your team can get back to helping your clients. With Ascend, we've seen non-payment cancellations in our agency go down up to 95%. Teams save more than 20 hours per month when they work with Ascend and an average of a 75% decrease in payment-related customer questions. Guys, if people aren't calling your office with questions, you have more time to sell and grow your agency. Visit useascend.com backslash insurance, guys. Guys, Ascend makes agency bill as easy as direct bill, but you keep all of the benefits of agency bill the best of both worlds. Thanks, guys. insurance agents from around the world welcome to the insurance cast podcast powered by hawksoft god i love hawksoft my name is scott howell your fearless host and leader insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for i protect insurance and financial services based out of huntsville alabama and before we get started on today's episode please help me welcome he is a six foot three sophomore from mobile alabama Parade First Team All-American Rivals five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand and welcome my friend, Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? I'm good. Uh, How are you? I'm the best I have ever been. Ladies and gentlemen, big announcement today. 
I am getting out of the insurance business and going back to law school. <laughs> I will be in a courtroom until Bradley's son, Luke, graduates from Valdosta State in 16. I will be in a courtroom for the next 16 years. If anybody needs me, please, you'll know where to find me. Marion County Courthouse, just drop by anytime, day or night. That's where I'll be for the next 20 to 30 years. Guys, we've got a good show for you today. As uh, you know, we've had some some things going on at our insurance agency here recently. Some of you kind of know what's been happening. Some of you don't. Uh, from a legal standpoint, I'm not going to get into that today. But suffice to say, I want to apologize to all of the independent agents out there. There are no more VAs to hire in the Philippines because I've hired them all. <laughs> I have I have teams of people working right now. Single teams. Family single-handedly lowered the unemployment rate in the Philippines. Bradley, we got a lot to talk about today, and I had a lot I wanted to bring up. Tell me how things have been going for you. You already know how things are going for me. As usual, awful, terrible, yeah. horrible. So go ahead. Tell Every me how time I going think you. that things are going bad, uh, you know, when I call you, you think that I call you to uh, catch up, but I actually just call to make myself feel better. 100%. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, you're no, you're not. No, you're not. I know it's you're not. good. It, you know, uh, well, we've had some some babysitter issues. Nothing bad. Just having trouble finding a good good babysitter for Luke and uh, and that sort of thing. Um, it's been I, I don't do well when I can't. So like you posted this meme the other day about there's always this one friend that at eight o'clock in the morning wants to know where we're going to eat for dinner. Oh, and I don't know if that was directed at me, but no, I have no. that friend. No, so no, I, I promise it I, was not. I'm a very like this morning. I texted at eight o'clock Rand, who's our video guy here in Scott, and said, "Hey, what do you guys want from Chick Fil A for lunch?" That was the funniest thing I have ever gotten texted. I laughed for twenty yeah. minutes because in my mind, I thought, "Well, they've got all these new mobile apps yeah. for all these fast food places and Starbucks," and I was thinking that somehow Bradley was going to go pick up Chick Fil A at eight o'clock, folks. You might as well go to Lowe's and cut up a damn refrigerator box and eat it if you're instead of eating Chick-fil-A french fries if you pick them up at eight o'clock in the morning. But I'm I'm very scheduled and I like knowing what my calendar is gonna look like and not having childcare. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Right. Like it's 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 been a little so so that's just that yeah, that's that's basically it. And you know, growing the agency and that sort of thing, hiring some people, um, got a couple acquisitions in the works, so Posted a recruiting video this morning, actually. The business owners listening can can appreciate this. Posted a recruiting video on LinkedIn, and six minutes later had a commercial insurance producer reach out. Bam. Interested in it. I was like, man, it usually doesn't work that good. Bam. So, anyway. Fantastic. Uh, well, I guess you updated us. I'm just, uh, I'm in a constant state of what in the hell is going to happen next situation. No, agency, though, overall, we got a great team. We got a lot of good people. Our culture is, you know, back to where it needs to Addition be. By subtraction. Well, we just, we've, we've, we've got a great group of people who want to work together. They love each other. They care about each other. They want to do the right thing. They want to 
You had a Fourth of July party that had like a, a banger. Had a banger Fourth of July Scott, party. Scott messaged me and said, uh, "Tomorrow we're having a company wide pool party at my house, uh-huh. and it is the perfect opportunity to test out my EPLI." <laughs> well, let me say this, guys: if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a agency pool party or any other party at your house, and this kind of rolls back to what Bradley was just talking about relative to like. You know, some people are scheduled people. Some people like me, if I go on vacation, it, you don't it, want to do anything. I don't want to do anything. Don't, don't, don't ask me if I want to go ATV riding, horseback, fishing. I don't want to do none of that. Uh, but my wife, I told her about the, and, and we kind of tied up about this a little bit towards the very end, but towards the very, like the, the night before the next day was the pool party. I finally told her, I said, we will never. Never, not never, never, ever do this again. Because for two weeks, I had people, I'd come home from work and there'd be people at my house. I didn't know who they were, what the hell they were doing. Gardeners, landscapers, this, that, the other. And uh, I told her, I said, it's just too much. It's just too much to have a party at your house. So anyway, guys, we've got a very special podcast for you today um we have actually today got on the podcast bradley flowers boss uh i'll explain that in a minute and i'm excited to have her on uh i'm i'm not going to lie to you guys i tried to play a little bit of matchmaker before we got on here today that was so awkward i'll never do that again so uh but our our friend and great american Rand, thank you so much for being here today brother and you are an extraordinary extraordinarily handsome man <laughs> and that's that's from one ruggedly handsome man to another this, this guy right here you guys i don't know if you is this gonna be on uh youtube yeah oh, he's he, not is, he's not on the, he's not on camera he, he ought to be on he he aren't you a model for cabela's is it cabela's or tracker supply who tracker really? he's he's a model this guy's a model like well, legit a supply hat on. i have i have i, I know i've worked for you i think i i think i have a man crush on him <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it, but here we are. Um, anyway, we've got a very special podcast for you today, guys. I think this is something every every one of us, I know selfishly, I'm going to be interested in talking about today. So please allow me to bring on our rock star guest. She is originally from Denison, Iowa, and she currently re- resides in Des Moines, Iowa. She is a graduate of Iowa State University with a degree in public relations and marketing. And currently, she is the CEO and Bradley Flowers' boss. I'll explain that in just a moment. With Plimsoul Media. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my profound honor today to introduce to you first-time guest on the IGP, Miss Haley Thames. How are you, Haley? I'm good. That was a great introduction. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited I have so many things I want to talk to you about, but before we get to all that, and before we talk about the possibility of you firing Bradley uh, as his boss and you guys ending up in a courtroom for the next 15 years, let's talk a little bit about what you and I spoke just a moment about right before we came on this podcast. So I ask you how your daddy's doing, because I love your dad. He seems like a really, really solid dude. And you said, man, Todd's doing great. For for those of you that don't know, I'm talking about Todd uh, Thames. He's the, uh, I call him the workers' comp expert. 
uh, we've had him on the podcast before, and she said, Bradley, I don't think you heard this, but she said, uh, you know, I hadn't really seen him much lately. And I said, well, why, why not? And she said, they're moving out of my childhood home. And as soon as she said that, I had so many questions, but I wanted to wait until we got on the podcast to ask him. So, Haley, let's lay down on my couch for just a second and tell me psychologically right now, how does that make you feel that the house you grew up with in, I'm, I'm assuming, is about to be sold? Is that right? Yeah. Um, actually, my dad grew up in the house that I grew up in, too. Oh, double gut punch. Mm -hmm. It's been really tough emotionally. Has it really? I mean, you know, um, my dad sold Tam's agency. Yep. Um, we're kind of wrapping up things in Denison, selling our house. They're moving to uh, Ankeny, Des Moines. Right now, they're just renting a house in Des Moines. Uh, because my mom runs a spa down there. So we're, I don't know, it's been tough. And they packed up all of our furniture and it's really sad. And I haven't been, I haven't been to Denison in a couple of months. So I'm not even there to witness it. So, so let me ask you this question. And I know we got a lot of insurance stuff we need to talk about today, but have you not been back to Denison intentionally because maybe consciously or subconsciously maybe you don't want to go through that emotional roller coaster or is it just it just worked out that you just hadn't been back a little bit of both okay now have they found like your toys from when you were four-year-olds in the attic and they're like hey what do you want to do with these bar you know these what whatever whatever it was uh that you know they've got in boxes has, has that happened yet it's brutal it's been happening yes yeah I kind of figured that, man, I'm so sorry. You're having to go through that. I I have never had to really go through that. Um, when I was 18 years old, I packed up my own car and moved to college myself. Um, my sister was the exact opposite. She came back almost every weekend when she was in college, but when I turned 18 and I left home never to be seen again. And so I never have had that connection, I guess, with a house that, I know a lot of people have. I can tell, you know, that you've probably had that. And I've heard your stories. Still live in your childhood home? No, no, no. Well, he does not. Um, he lives in a, a little cabin out in the middle of the woods, like, you know, those res those January six people do. Okay. That's how he lives. Okay. He lives out in a real like small cabin out in the middle of like, <laughs> like forty or fifty <laughs> acres. I mean you I'll show you some pictures. It's crazy. Anyway, uh it's like something off a movie, you know, like a the people are scared because something's chasing them. And all of a sudden they see a cabin in the woods. That's how, that's where my dad lives. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but I have never, I've never had that experience of that psychological connection to a home. And then you just, just blew my mind when you said, and by the way, my dad grew up there too. I'm like, golly, bump. And, and it sounds like your family in general is just going through a lot of changes right now. Yeah, there's always something happening in our family this year, especially my sister had a baby. We're moving out of Denison. My mom bought this new business. It's just crazy. It's been a roller coaster. So so now that we've kind of got through all of that and you've given me a lot to think about this afternoon, because I mean, that's just that's a lot. That's a lot to take in to snap you out of this nostalgia. <laughs> that's, mood a, you're in. that's a that's a that's a lot to take you. That's a lot to take in. 
So, Bradley, let's talk a little bit about Haley and what you've done. And I, I want to say this. Um, you know, we've never really talked about this on the podcast because I, I don't know why, because if you'd have said, Scott, I want to talk about this, I'd have been like, dude, yeah, let's have at it. I'd love yeah. to. T tell everybody what we're talking about yeah, today. So, so in 2020, uh, you know, everybody knows I've always been all about content, still post a bunch of content, sort of got my my feet wet in the business world via social media. You know, that's social how media. we met, how we met. Yeah, that's how we met. Uh, so, and I was actually thinking about this. I had about an hour and a half car ride yesterday. You know, social media and specifically lead generation, learning how to generate leads on social media or create content that generates leads is what actually gave me the courage to start Portal. Right. As soon as I, as soon as all of those puzzle pieces clicked together with social media, I was like, I can start my own business now because no matter what, I can generate business, right. right? And I mean, no matter how bad of a business you have, if you know how to generate leads and yeah. generate attention, right, everything else will work itself out, right. And so, in 2020, we started the agency. 2019, 2020, I wanted to hire a full time video person in the office. Mm. I thought it would be not only cool to document the journey of the agency, but it would also be great to get content on the fly, sure. right? Sure. Uh, a lot of you know I was a, a scratch scratch agency yep. then. Yep. Um, my current uh, two week two week payroll is more than the amount of money I started the agency. With. Mm. So I had no money. So the solution was, hey, let's let's hire this video guy. And I had a part time guy that was working with me at the time. Let's hire this video guy, and then let's create a marketing company where we do content creation for insurance agents. So essentially, he's doing was doing for them what he was doing for me just mm -hmm. at a remote level. Mm -hmm. And then basically all of the money in that was used to pay his salary. Right. So right. that that was essentially uh, the ethos of the company. And it was designed, we started with 10 beta agencies, mm -hmm. beta testers. Um, Ryan Mahoney, shout out to Ryan, was our very first client, still a client to this day. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of you guys know Ryan. We've had him on the show before. And... I think I think six of the original 10, if I'm not mistaken, are still clients. And so we got our 10 really fast and it and it kind of worked. And then wait, but, can I stop you there? Yeah. So there were the, the 10 clients, and I remember you and I having this conversation. You're like, Scott, I can't go past 10. Mm -mm. Because if I go past 10, things are gonna start falling through yeah. the cracks. I don't have the capacity, I don't have the manpower. It's very, 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 very we're very hands-on. It's very, yeah. it's very, I think Haley would agree. It's very white glove. This is not AI generated or, or cookie cutter, you know, and, and we, we used to tell people that still do in the pitch, like, Hey, this is not us taking a template and throwing 10 agents videos in it. This mm -hmm. is created, you know, when you see one of my videos on social media, right. you know, it's mine, whether or not you watch it or not. Right. Right. And right. That's still an impression. So it's, sure. it, it, it's, it's custom created for each person. And so we couldn't handle more than 10. So then about a year went by and we decided to kind of, it's been a step up process to scaling this. We decided to scale it up a little bit more. And we took a few more clients, started adding some more services like blog writing and, and actually posting to social media, whereas before it was just simply creating the content, sending it back. Right. So it kind of expanded a little bit more. And then now uh, about a year ago, eight months to a year ago, we decided that it was time to really scale it up some more the 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 first thing that needed to happen 
uh, for this company to scale. And I was self-aware enough to see it is me get the hell out of the way. Mm. I've got, you know, eight different things I'm working on at each sure. time. And, and a house and this you're is building. A, and building a house and baby and running that, around, all that, baby running around, all that kind of stuff. And so we decided to bring, I decided to bring Haley on as not only CEO, but my partner in the company. Um, and, and so I, I met her through Todd. I met her at IAOA actually last year yeah. uh, in Nashville. And when I got to talking to her, um, a couple of the original people that, that helped grow the company had left. And when I got to talking to her, she had just graduated with, I think a degree in marketing, right. Public relations and just absolutely blew me away with her knowledge. Right. Right. Like knew, knew way more than I did, especially from a strategic mm -hmm. standpoint. And so we decided to bring her on and, um, she has done a phenomenal job and has been a great boss. Awesome. Awesome. Congratulations, Haley. I'm about to come to you with some questions, but before I do, the reason, and I just want to make sure I understand this because we have never had this conversation off air, but the reason you never asked me to talk about it or, or have a podcast where we talked about the, the marketing uh, company yeah. was that limitation you had on clients, well, it was, right? It was that, it was that, it was, it, it another thing was it was, um, it was kind of a means to, mm -hmm. to just get somebody full time, you know, right. the company wasn't really designed to make money, although mm -hmm. it did make money from the first month. And then also, you know, you and I have been very particular in how we monetize and don't monetize right. the podcast. We've never, in my opinion, we have never sold to our audience. You know, right. we have sponsors, but yeah. we don't have, we don't really have any products that we sell to you guys. And that's not to say that we don't or I could do that one day, but I feel like we've been doing it long enough now. If we did try to sell something to our audience, we've built enough trust that it doesn't hurt our right. reputation and have right. people think, Oh, Bradley and Scott are just doing this podcast to sell to people. But back then that wasn't the case. And so I didn't want people to think, Oh, that now the shoes dropping, this is how Bradley's making it. Sure. So it was that too. Sure. You know right. what I mean? Right. It was, right. it was a combination right. of those three things. Yeah. And, and, and I, guys, I've always told everybody listens to this. You know, as far as our sponsors go, I love each and every one of them, but I'm always very careful to say this. Just go try it. If you don't like it, if it doesn't work for your agency, I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just saying right. if it's a great fit, use it. If it's not a great fit, don't, but it just, just go try it and see. But, you know, when you said one thing earlier, Bradley, about opening up your scratch agency, and when you open that up, I assume you didn't take clients and or prospect data with you to go from your previous agency to your yeah, agency. Is that, is that right? That's or am correct. I wrong? Okay. I, not. I, yeah. I just want to make sure I was clear about that. Yeah, so, so it yeah. actually, yeah. uh, this actually be a nice piece of content. Uh, when I cleaned out my office, the last thing I did is I had a list of all of my clients pulled up on a computer screen. Yep. True story. I had not decided if I was going to do that yet or not. Right. I cleaned everything out. I, it was the night that Alabama, played uh Clemson in the national championship and Clemson yep. uh victoriously uh <laughs> succeeded. Um if you want to get something if you want to get away with something in the state of Alabama, just do it when Alabama's playing football. Oh, you can rob like, a that's bank. That's when I get my groceries. That's when I rob the bank. You know, that, that sort of sure. thing. Anyway, so I did it that night and the la and I walked back in the office, I saw the screen pulled up and I said, nah, not worth, not it. worth it. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Well, hello there. 
guys, excuse me for interrupting your regularly scheduled podcast, but I'm here today to get you out of aggregator and cluster jail. This may be the most important message I've ever delivered on the Insurance Guys podcast. Guys, are you a member of a cluster or an aggregator? Does your contract have exit fees, termination payments, buyback provisions? It's time to get your freedom back and do what we did here at iProtect Insurance. Join the AC, the future of aggregators in our industry. Best decision we've ever made, guys. Best decision we've ever made. No entry fees, small $200 a month membership fee, over 50 plus carriers for direct appointments. And by the way, new ones coming on board each and every month. You keep 100% of your commissions, profit sharing every year. Guys, we have made in the last two years, each year, our agency has made over $100,000 in profit sharing. Here's the best part, guys. And this is the part I'm the most passionate about. No termination or exit fees. You give the AC 60 days notice and you're free. You go get direct appointments wherever you want. There's no buyback provisions, no exit clauses. Guys, if you're a member of another aggregator and you have termination fees, buyback provisions, exit clauses, every single policy you write, you're digging that hole just a little bit deeper. And one day you're not going to be able to get out of it. It's going to be too much. You're going to be taking out a second mortgage on your home to try to get out of a cluster group. Unbelievable. Guys, go to AC Free dot org that's a c free dot org and register find out why over 650 agencies and three billion dollars in premium have chosen the ac and guys here's the best part but wait there's more mention the insurance guys podcast when you talk to these guys and you get six months that's six months of no membership fee just by mentioning the Insurance Guys podcast. Go today, www.acfree.org, and let me help you get your freedom back. Have a great day. Hey, Haley, I've got so many questions for you. So, Bradley, you and Bradley meet, and you guys start talking, and you take over the you know, kind of the day-to-day, -day, I would think, operations of the of the marketing firm that, that he had, you know, built. So what changes since you have taken over with, you know, you and Bradley talking about certain things have you incorporated since, since you came on board? Um, I think communication has really changed. I talk a lot more with each client than I think Bradley did before. Well, well, hey, let, let me say, let me say this. Let me say this. I'm going a hundred miles an hour with my hair on fire. It is almost impossible to have a successful insurance agency, uh, have the calamities that happen in my life, both personal and professional and have a successful podcast and do about two or three other things. So I, I know I sound like I'm defending my co-host here because I am, but any one person only has so much capacity. 
100%. I'm not blaming Bradley. Oh, I know. I know you're not. I know. You're well, not. and part of the part of the thing when we started it too is, and I had this conversation with I think every client is, hey, you're not paying to get me. Mm. Like we're creating this content for you. I'm available as needed for right. strategy and that sort of thing, but you're not paying to have unlimited access. And, and that was like, sure. I think the main thing we needed to solve for to get ready to scale this company up is 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 have someone like Haley who knows marketing is personable and wants to essentially over communicate with hundred percent. Some people are listening to this Haley probably and they're thinking, well, who are some of the who are some of the people that they work with? Who who are some of the your your who are some of your favorite clients you work with that you feel like the end product is really good? I bet I know that one. some of the people. I bet I know, know one. I bet I know one. Am I allowed to say like a few? Yeah, absolutely. Sure, absolutely. Okay. Um, well, I really like working with Aaron Gordon. I think that's who you thought I was going to say. <laughs> I knew it. And like David Foster and Alex Apazo. I think the three ROI very for different all of types of podcasts. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hey, Haley. So I'll tell you a funny story. And Bradley and I hardly ever talked about his marketing uh, firm that he was helping these agents with, but I knew about it. But you know, you're busy and whatever. But so one day I was coming home from work and I had noticed, and I thought to myself, I go, man, every time I get on a social media platform, Instagram, uh, Facebook, especially those two, Aaron Gordon pops up on my screen. And I think I might've even called Aaron and said like, dude, what are you doing to get all this content out? And that's when he told me, he's like, well, you know, Bradley's doing all that with me and i was like oh and a light bulb came on i'm like oh okay now i get it but like every day i'm seeing stuff from aaron what what do you think Haley? if if i'm an agent listening to this and let's say i don't want to hire an agent a marketing agency i want to do it myself i'm not doing content but i want to what's the what's the like give our listeners one or two tips you think that they can use to either get them over the hump or some actionable steps I think if you're just starting off, the one most important thing you can be is authentic mm. and really like advocate for your person, not really your agency to show them who you are. Don't always make everything like about the sale, I would say, because people don't really, they won't watch it if you're just trying to sell to them. I think with insurance too, it's Every insurance, not, not only is insurance a product that nobody really wants to hear about. I mean, I don't even want, I mean, I unfollow right. like almost every Facebook group because I'm just tired of hearing about insurance every time I get on my phone. But insurance agents tend to go very buttoned up on social media. And that's not to say that you should be like wild and crazy and, you know, I think you should be the, if, if, if you show some personality as Haley's saying, and you're the real you on camera in content, it's going to seem that much more genuine and allow people to trust you a lot, a lot better. Yeah. A hundred percent. Rather than at Joan Smith Johnson agency, we only wear <laughs> pleated khakis and wingtip shoes. And we, you know, like, I mean, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Secret time. Yeah, sure. I have a few people in my agency. Uh, I'm going to call them out by name because I can talk about them still. Uh, Clinton or, Kaylin Weston that really want us to be more professional in our agency. I think, I think Clint would really like for us to all wear suits to the office every really? day. And I'm like, that's not happening ever. Yeah. Not never. So I think, uh, sometimes in an agency, 
like mine, we're getting ready to have like a culture meeting. Mm. Like we're going to come in everybody one day and we're going to talk about like, all right, what are, what are our core values? Yeah. And the, I, I'll tell you what, there's people in my agency that don't like our logo that I use. They want us to have more of a professional, hmm. you know, the nationwide Eagle boring logo and wear suits and do all this other stuff. And I think uh, we probably need to get right with the Lord on whether we're going to do that or not. I think, I think it, that's an important conversation to bring your team 100%. in on. And that, that, that kind of speaks to, to, you know, what Haley and, and, and our company does is helps you figure out your style. Sure. You know, when you see one of Aaron Gordon's videos, it's, it's, it's Aaron Gordon, right? We, like yeah. we, yeah. we built that style around him and that's not to say you don't need to tweak it and change it over time. Yeah, you know, same with Alex DePazzo and and David Foster and Brian Blakely's another one. I mean, they're all really different brands, I would say, of them. I mean, they're all themselves, but they're all so different. When you see like for Three Arbor what we do is completely different than Aaron Gordon's content. But you can tell that Three Arbor's very buttoned up, but their personality still comes through. So, I've got a question for both of y'all. And it it's kind of rolls into something I've always wanted to ask Bradley that I've never asked him because a lot of things I want to talk to Bradley about, I literally we just don't have time. We, we well we either don't have time or something in my brain goes that would be a great thing to talk about yeah. on the podcast. And then you save it and then you forget. And then I forget until right now. Right, exactly, exactly. So what I don't understand is like Aaron Gordon when I when I see his stuff, I'm assuming that a lot like Bradley. He's talking to independent and captive agents and, and to some degree, business owners. A lot of the content uh -huh. is similar to yours, Bradley, relative to you talking. So why to them instead of the end consumer? So it depends on, it, it depends, and I'll let, I'll answer and then let Haley answer as well. Sorry to jump in. It, it depends on the person. And, and the reason I'm jumping ahead is because I've been asked this question even before the marketing company, <clears throat> but I think it depends on the person, right? Do they want to build their personal brand, which in turn benefits the agency, but gives them altitude in the industry to some degree? Mm. Or are they simply trying to reach the end consumer? We have clients that do both. Sure. We have, you know, Aaron Gordon is one extreme that he's trying to build his personal brand in the industry. And, you know, I think Aaron has a cool story where he was at a Chubb networking event and the Chubb CEO knew who he was. Right from his content. You yeah. can't tell me that doesn't benefit the agency in some way. 100%. And then we have like, you know, three Arbor that they're just simply trying to get clients and reach people in their niches and that sort of thing. I think it just depends on the person and what yeah. their goal is. Right. Um, for me, I never want to talk about insurance. It's, I want to talk about the stuff I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about business. And I think if you talk about things you're passionate about, that's going to in turn, benefit whatever businesses you are running. Mm. Um, but I'll tell you this, you know what the number one lead source for new business at Portal Insurance was last year? I believe you said this on a previous podcast. The Insurance Guys podcast. Yeah. So so, so, so help me out there. Not related to is affecting my, you know, benefit. So, so, so that borderline pisses me off. Because <laughs> it's not yours. Well, I mean, you said this now twice. Do you know how many, you know how much business I ever get from the Insurance Guys podcast? Freaking zero business. That's so, how much. So zero. There's there's one caveat. There's, that's unbelievable. There's one 
caveat to that is that in that I'm in a vacationing area, right? And people Postal are buying correct. That's if I if I was in no offense Des Moines Iowa, it might not be that case. Hey guys, it's Bradley. Look, are you tired of spending endless hours searching for potential business prospects? Look no further. With Leo, you can gain access to a whopping 40 million businesses. That's 40 million prospects in just seconds. Say goodbye to painstaking searches and hello to efficiency. You guys know I'm all about efficiency. Leo just isn't about speed, though. It's about accuracy, too. With Leo's cutting-edge tools, you can validate new producers faster than ever before. No more wasted time on unreliable data. Leo's got you covered. But that's not all. Leo empowers you to carve your own niche market using unparalleled data insights. Want to target specific dates for workers' comp? Done. Need to identify brokers or carriers to focus on? Leo has your back. And here's the icing on the cake, guys. Leo lets you search prospects based on size, revenue, dates, violations, and more. The possibilities are literally endless. Step into a world of business possibilities with Leo. Revolutionize the way you connect, target, prospect, and succeed. Don't miss out. Join the Leo community today. Go to meetleo.com, and when you go to book a demo or reach out to them, put in the How Did You Hear About Us field that you heard about them on the Insurance Guys podcast or IGP for short. You'll get 20% off. Talk to the folks at Leo. Highly recommend them. Thanks, guys. Haley, from your time with Plimsoll Media, I had two questions for you. If, if I'm an insurance agent, and I've decided, I, I got up this morning, ate a bad piece of pizza last night, got up this morning, and I said, you know what? I'm going to be my buddy Greg up in Tennessee, and I'm going to start posting content like a madman. Love that guy. He he got to where he texts me now. You're going to tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I can't freaking wait. You just made my year. Question, if I'm an insurance agent, and I'm, I get up one morning, and I'm like, I'm about to crush it. I'm done. I'm done bullshitting around. I'm crushing it. What's the best medium today, social media today, to, to put your content on? I think it depends on who you want to target, really. I mean, Facebook is the biggest social media platform out of all of them. And a lot of like, you know, 30, 40, 50 year olds are using Facebook. Um, but the demographic on Facebook is completely different than Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. YouTube is like the second biggest right after Facebook. And for like insurance content, like on TikTok, insurance content has 2.4 billion views. What? What? So, so, okay, 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 okay. Help me out here. I heard, heard Gary Vaynerchuk the other day say this. He said, look, here's what you do. You post like 30, 40 pieces of content a day, but here's what you have to do. Here's what you have to do. For each social media platform that you're going to post content, you can't do what Scott Howell does, and that's record one video and post it across all platforms because each platform not only has its own algorithm, but there's also like its own style that you need to be posting in. So, so let's blow through them right now. So I assume... Facebook is more of the, you can post a longer video. It can be more of that Facebook live. It can be talking to like 40, 50 year old people my age. That's kind of the Facebook thing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Instagram. How do I, how does Scott Howell post on Instagram to maximize reach and do it the way that people want to see stuff on Instagram? An Instagram reel. 
Okay. Instagram reel. Got it. If I was going to do Instagram and had limited time, I would 100% do Instagram reels. Because the people who aren't watching YouTube shorts and aren't watching TikToks are watching Instagram reels. Okay. 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 But does the video that I post on Instagram reel need to be a different style or the way I do it? Does it need to be different to reach that audience? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, I'd say you'd have to be quicker if that makes any sense, because on Facebook, people are scrolling for a long time. I feel like when you get on Facebook, you're on Facebook. It's not something you're you have more time to watch longer videos. When you're on Instagram, you're scrolling really quickly, liking stuff. Same thing with Facebook, I think. Yeah. With what? With what? I am not an active user of Facebook. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know what I do. I do not know what Mark Zuckerberg is going to do when, when like my son, I don't even know if my son, I, my son does not even have a Facebook account. These kids, when this thing continues to age up, they, yep. nobody, none of these people want to be on Facebook. I bet you a lot of Haley's friends aren't on there. Yeah, we don't. I like am never on Facebook. So Here's what I was about to say to add to your point. I think when people go on TikTok, you are going on there to watch videos. <clears throat> There's nothing else you can do on there but watch videos, okay? When you go on Instagram or Facebook, Facebook has Reels too, you stumble across Reels. Oh. Because, yeah. So like how Facebook, it embeds them in the news feed and then it has the line of, of Reels and you end up clicking on it. I think in those scenarios, like Haley was saying, you have to be a lot quicker and get to your point a lot faster okay. than you do on TikTok. You still got to hook them on TikTok, but it's not as imperative as it is on uh facebook okay so when i post feet pictures of my wife on tiktok that uh when i post feet videos of my wife on tiktok that gets 10 20 000 Rand, views. not even laughing he's so used to oh, he is i know uh, that gets 20 30 000 views if i post a a, a a tiktok video of me talking about insurance 200 views it's i think it's can i can I answer this yeah yeah and it's this okay thanks i feel like i know what you're gonna say two things it's how you position it there's a guy named Matthew Layson that does a phenomenal job on TikTok that gets thousands and hundreds of thousands of views. Wait, what's his name? Matthew Layson. Matthew. He only talks about Lace. insurance. Is he the public adjuster guy? No. Okay. No, that guy's a douche. Uh, he only talks about insurance, but he gets tons of views. It's because he's he's positioning it, and the way he's speaking is from the point of view of the audience. Mm. And then people comment. And then he reacts to those comments and gives insurance advice. He does a phenomenal job hey, with it. Have and, you have you seen? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Have you seen my friend Eric Fisher, huge podcast listener, expert in boat and yacht insurance? Have okay. you been watching his videos? No, because he is. Does he get good views. He he is. Not only is he getting good views, but I think he's doing what you're talking about, where he's posting it from the view of like. He'll show an accident of a boat in yeah. a lake, and then he'll explain what, like the situation yeah. was. Yeah, exactly. You see what I'm saying? So, so there's that. But also, I would argue that you know, you posting a video that gets that's not that's so off the wall and not related to insurance at all. So I posted a video yesterday. I was at Bucky's. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Bucky's is, Haley? Is it a restaurant? It's a Close. gas station. Might as well be. It's a, it's, a, it's the Walmart of gas yeah, stations. Yeah, it's like so a Walmart. When you walk, so I was at Bucky's and I was charging my car, and the Tesla chargers at Bucky's are from the furthest point of the gas station mm. as you can be. And walking across Bucky's parking lot, mm. 
is like walking across. It's easier to walk across I ten at rush hour Mm-mm. than it is to walk across Bucky's parking lot. And have you been to Bucky's? Do you know? Yeah, it's, it, it's Bucky's is Walmart with gas pumps. Exactly. Well, Walmart has gas pumps too, but it's a not. It's Walmart with nicer bathrooms. Hundred percent. Bucky's is Walmart with nicer vacuums. Hundred percent. So the uh, Instagram. Okay, that ran. Hold on. So, hold on. So hold. hang on. So um. Anyway, I posted that video and it. I think it got a decent amount of views. I haven't. I, I felt like it was going to. That's that might not get me any insurance clients, right? Sure. But if you post a video about insurance and two hundred people see it, and those two hundred people are interested in what you have to say, that's a lot of freaking people. Mm. If I put those two hundred people in, that's what Haley thought I was going to say. Yeah. I put those two hundred people in this room, and every one of them is listening to what you have to say about insurance. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. So lot you have to people. look at it from that angle of, yeah, the thing I'm talking about, insurance is very narrow. But if I can just get a few people interested in this, the conversion is way higher than if I did a video that had a hundred thousand people and I said, "Hey, you want to buy some insurance?" and two people asked so, about it. So, so to to boil down to boil down what you just said, if I am going to post on TikTok. I can either post foot videos of my wife's cute feet, number one, because that gets lots of, and then at the end of that, go, I protect insurance, two five six four 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 two zero one, or 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 post maybe something. It's got to be shorter. It's got to be. Does it have to be shorter? So here's, can't be longer? here's exactly what I would do if I were you, Scott. Okay. okay. You know the Justin Danger Nunley guy. Listen, did you know, oh, listen. you know he lives like 45 minutes from here? Uh, um, I would do a, I, what I would do if I was you, and I've actually thought about this a lot. Here's Scott's TikTok strategy. I would have three types of videos that I do. Okay. I would have reaction videos mm. where, because you're so funny, you're so personable and so funny. I mean, you can say something. You and I could both say the exact same things and you get 10 times the likes just because of the way how animated you are. So what I would do is I would I would do reaction videos. So I would come across videos on TikTok and I would stitch them mm. and just react to them and give give them your peanut gallery opinion on that. But is it re- insurance related? No, 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 no. no. Oh, just, okay. okay. You just react. So, so what? Funny. What's the difference just, between a stitch and a do? Is it duet? So a stitch is when. Their video plays first, and then yours takes over. Mm. A duet is where they're at the same time. That's the first type of video I would do. Then I would do videos of your wife's your feet. Mo- no, your no, don't do that. I would do your monologue. Okay, what Scott's does that mean? Tra- these like these videos you send me and Carruthers all the time. Oh like, my god! But but Those PG, a little more PG. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. you just give your your takes on. Here's my take on the. Maui wildfire and here's my take on this and that you know and then the last thing I would do is I would do the same reaction thing that you did on the first one but I would make it about insurance Mm. and I would keep that pattern Mm -hmm. right like every three days you're doing so so the first funny reaction video no offense you don't have to I mean I'm telling you not to hire the marketing like you don't have to hire an agency to do this that's how to get started and what's going to happen is you scale up and then you're going to want to hire an agency to really help you you know right yeah. So 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 like do three funny reaction videos, then one monologue video, then one reaction video where insurance is, in, and then You're go back to the three funny. Correct. You're sprinkling uh, it in there. Oh. Okay. Last two. Bradley's t- saying we got to wrap up, so this is going to have to be quick. Twitter. What are you doing? I, say I'm only on insurance Twitter. All my friends send me all these crazy 
stuff on Twitter. And I'm like, well, I don't get to see any of that because I'm on insurance Twitter. So, so Twitter, Twitter is sneakily, mm. sneakily mm. shifting towards video. Mm. A lot of people don't know this. Excuse me, X, right? Mm-hmm. If you come across, Which, by the way, it took me three days. I kept thinking, what happened that to the X? I didn't. I thought the X was something that they just put on my phone, and that Twitter was gone. So I didn't look at Twitter for three days. Right, look at this. So we've got a video on Twitter, right? Uh-huh. Do you know you could do this? Well, son of a bitch, you can swipe up just you like just TikTok. keep watching. Now, are you watching just that person's videos, or it's the- algorithm? It loops you in, and then you spend thirty minutes on Twitter. Kind of like kind of like TikTok. The algorithm on X Twitter is to me way more accurate mm. for what I'm interested in than TikTok. And it may be because there's not as much does not as many videos. But I think Elon Musk's play is to compete with TikTok, mm. not Instagram, Facebook. Right. They're trying to become a TikTok. So So how do you how um, do so, I so post here, on there? So, so I'm, I'm doing, crazy vid- shit I'm I doing post. videos on there, yeah. probably cross posting. Um what I what I specifically use Twitter for, and I and I'm I'm heavily use Twitter. There's three things. One is I test concepts mm. on there. Mm. So a lot of my Instagram videos that you see that do decently well, four to five thousand views, you'll find a tweet where I was talking about that thing a few weeks before. Mm-hmm. I test a lot of I, I'll get a thought mm-hmm. and I'll be like, should that be a piece of content? And I'll tweet it and I'll gauge how it performs. Should I test that all the women at, that work at the Hilton Garden Inn in Mobile should use Ozempic? <laughs> should I test that on Twitter? Should, you, sure, sure. Because uh, so, they really should so start you, eating that you for can breakfast. Test, test on there. So reposting videos, testing different ideas. And then you could, you could, I posted stuff on there I thought was going to kill and it didn't work at all. Yeah. Um, but your stuff is still going uh, more both. insurance agent to insurance agent. Both. Uh, I do both. Oh, I okay. do both. Okay. And then lastly is is Twitter is is sneakily good for educational content. Mm. So like, hey, if you are a habitational investor, your insurance rates probably went up. If it hasn't went up, it's going to FYI. Here's three ways, and it's a written. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on that? Yeah. Um. You don't like, I can tell by your, your energy right now, Haley, you don't like Twitter. I don't like Twitter. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I'm not on Twitter. Like I just don't tweet personally because. Should I just, should I just post feet pics of my wife on Twitter? It'll do great in any platform. (laughs) So Twitter, the other thing too, is you can also get other ideas from Twitter too. A lot of things, and I don't know if you've noticed this, Haley, a lot of things that go viral on TikTok and other platforms were actually tweets first. Yeah, that's I right. Know. Yeah, they threw the little. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, last one, and then we're gonna let last you go. One, and Haley's got a special surprise for everybody. Listening. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Okay, last one. It's not Scott's wife's feet pics. Uh, <laughs> audience will hate that. Um, what's that one that everybody uses that people always send me messages? Why I didn't respond to them? Uh, Snapchat? No, 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 no. Uh. The business one. What's that one LinkedIn. Called? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. How do you use LinkedIn? Uh, it's more professional. I mean, you guys know that LinkedIn is more professional, but everybody on there, I feel like, is always bragging about their, you know, endeavors, their new job opportunities, their everything on there is very educational and formal. And that's kind of like what we do with Three Arbor, too. Their brand is super 
formal and we use it on LinkedIn and it does well because people are like, wow, it's so sleek. It's so, you know, it kind of gives the essence of, oh, well, it's a Instagram or TikTok reel. But when you watch it, it's very educational and so, you know, I hear people, I think I heard David Carruthers the other day talking about how, you know, you can really pick up some business if, if you know what you're doing on LinkedIn. And mm-hmm. I've heard Bradley uh, go off on a couple of diatribes about these people that reach out to you on LinkedIn about stuff and they don't even know that, you know, they'll, they'll misspell your name or they'll talk, ask you about recruiting you for a health and disability because linkedin has automated messaging and and upsell features like it allows people to go really spammy really fast and a lot of people are just lazy and i think if you take more of a personable yet professional approach it can work really like like laurel laurel all the time complains to me about like man you get so much on linkedin compared to me and blah 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 and it I, I do pretty well on LinkedIn. But but what do you do? What do you do? So because I don't even know what I to do. I post the same content I post on other platforms. So if I have ten clips, I might call two of them. How are, how long are the length of those clips that go on LinkedIn? Minutes. Okay, Nothing so crazy. you can post longer than sixty seconds. Yeah. yeah. So with LinkedIn, let's say let's say my editor edits ten videos for me. Okay, two of them probably aren't appropriate for LinkedIn. Mm. Like we did one. Like give you an example, we did one. We did a clip about the male lady here that slams the like a funny like <laughs> I'm sitting here and and yeah, the, yeah. the things are yeah, we that's not a LinkedIn yeah you're you know right, what I mean right, right. that's so like TikTok so if thing, we have right? ten yeah that's where we posted it yeah so if we have ten videos we'll call two of them mm. we'll take those other eight mm-hmm. and we will either retitle them mm. something a little less more professional a little more professional yeah. or in the copy in mm. that the written words above the post gotcha um. And they work, they work really well. And then I use LinkedIn. LinkedIn, once you can get into a good rhythm on LinkedIn where you mm-hmm. have a decent amount of views, and pretty much every post I do gets a decent amount of views, especially for an insurance mm-hmm. agent. Mm-hmm. Um, once you kind of get the algorithm going in your favor, you can actually use LinkedIn to drive traffic to other platforms that are harder to do organically. So, for example, YouTube uh, because so many people are freaking YouTubers now, it's hard to pick up traffic organically on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I'll post stuff that sends people back to my YouTube page mm-hmm. to, to get followers that way. So recently we did a video that was three time-saving hacks, mm-hmm. but we only posted one on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. The other two were on YouTube. Wow. So okay. we generated this attention. The first tip was really, really, really good. And people are like, crap, I want to hear the other two. I'm going to go to his YouTube. So that's kind of the. So, um, Haley, but- before we go, give us our surprise. Okay. Um, I don't know how to word this. Just word Any- it however however your heart tells you to word yeah, it. You got it. He's really excited, by the way, guys. Yeah. If you're interested in content creation or the blog writing, what we talked about, um, we'll edit a 60-second video for you for free with a, a style of your choosing that's pretty cool and there might be a cutoff there might be a yeah. hey we've got we've gotten a thousand people we can't take any more so if you listen to this do it now don't wait because that's not a forever promise right yeah no hey um where, where would they go Haley, yeah. to, to get yeah. that you can head to plimsollmedia.com 
P-L-I-M-S-O-L-L-M-E-D-I-A. And it's also in the Chat. show notes. Yeah, so. show note. Haley, Before, thank you so much. It's It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us. Thanks and- for having me. I This was fun. You guys are a blast. I want to say two things, actually three things, before I shut this thing down. Haley, I want to tell you how proud I am of you for picking the ball up and running it to the goal line and taking this business over and, you know, continuing to grow it and, you know, just all the success that I know you're going to have. You come from a good family. I love your dad to death. Please tell him I said hello. I will. To my podcast co-host here, I want to say something to you too. Sure. I'm super proud of you. I don't think that a lot of people understand all the balls that you have juggled in the air and for you to have spent the past year, year and a half building this, growing it, getting it to where you got it to is, is special. And I, I don't know that anybody's ever told you that, but I, I, you. I know, I know what all you got going on and it's a lot. And third and lastly, guys, before I shut this thing down, if you need me, I'll be at the Marion County courthouse for about the next 10 years. <laughs> Uh, fighting over the fuzzy pink bedroom slippers, I guess, because, you know, it just is what it is in my life. Nobody can give me a break. Everybody has to make my life as ab-so-freaking-lutely hard as they possibly can. So, here we are. Guys, Haley, thank you so much for joining us today as I end every show. Rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out from behind that desk today. Go out into the big, bad world. Make money for your wife, for your husband, for your kid's college fund, for your parents and your in-laws who are struggling out there. Mine are struggling right now. I'm trying to figure out a way to help them out. Made harder by the fact that I can't do anything except fight over bullshit. But anyway, go write good business for the companies that you represent and go write good business for the agencies that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Haley. Haley, we love you you too. Yes, ma'am. Have a great rest of the week, okay? Yeah, you too. Guys, you were listening to the Insurance Guys podcast, and we love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being a part of our family, and we'll see you back here real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at scott at iprotectinsurance.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to portalinsurance.com or email him at bradley at portalinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. We thank you so much for listening to our show and being a part of our family. And we look forward to seeing you again next week on the next episode of the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care.